sounds like Cornell Seinfeld. It's so bad. Hello and welcome to Cracking Crime. I'm your host, Jamie Tilson. I'm your co-porn star, Seth Tilson. <laughs> and tonight. I'm your tertiary porn star, guest man. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you, people? <laughs> uh, we got another guest with us tonight. Um, well, tell us about a little bit about yourself, sir. Yeah. Uh, hi, all. I'm uh, Sam Workman. I'm a... Uh, producer and director up in Saco, Maine. Uh, you know, the top right corner of the country there. And uh it does snow a lot here. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much Canada. Yeah. yeah, pretty much Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I don't even know what where is that town located at in Maine? Like so you know where uh like Boston is roughly roughly yeah we're yeah the, yeah we're we're in nebraska so we're we're a That's long ways it. away from there yeah <laughs> well you know where new york is <laughs> north Vaguely. yeah north of there <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys like on the on the beach on the ocean are you guys yeah more yeah more more or less um uh, about i don't know i live right on the river um and then you just hop in there and you're about five minutes to the beach it's pretty nice oh that's awesome it's a population yeah. your town Shit, man, I don't know. 60,000? <laughs> I don't know. It's a relatively smallish town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, but you're going to see people you know when you go out, most likely. Yeah, one of one of those technically a city, but, like, not really. Yeah. <laughs> 60,000, that's like Carney for us. So Carney's, what, 50,000? No, uh, Carney's only, what, 30,000, ain't it? Probably. I'm thinking of Grand Island. But Carney's got 30,000 people, and that's where we all go because we don't have a Walmart. Yeah. Or anything, <laughs> anything good at all. Like, you know, Is that how you home. judge the size of the town, by whether yeah. or not you have a Walmart? Like, yeah. now Did you, Walmart, there's no Walmart. I'm from Big okay, so, okay, so so Walmart, you only need five. There's, like, this cutoff point that Walmart does that to get a Walmart in the town, it's, like, 5,000 people. It's insane. Yeah, we're there. Like, we're, we're we're there. We could we get, get it. it. Yeah, we could get it. Yeah. But yeah, we can't get it. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> we can't get a Taco Bell. Like, no, I know. Yeah, we love Taco Bell. Taco Bell, if you're listening, we still want you to sponsor us. We, we want, yeah, we love Taco yeah. Bell. Every single thing on the menu is fantastic. Do you guys have those those combination like Jiffy Lubes and Taco Bells down there? Oh, we would oh, love that. That'd be so great. cool. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd love to get my tires changed while i'm having a taco <laughs> yeah that would be killer no we have nothing like that in holdridge uh we used to have a taco john's have you guys ever heard of a taco john's i don't oh I don't have that. it's got taco in it so I'm, i it got some guesses <laughs> <laughs> see i think taco john's is more of a midwestern thing i think it's a i think it's more right around here because i mean i've like i've been florida I mean, I grew up in Indiana and all that. We never had Taco John. I mean, you don't even have them in Oklahoma. This, I lived in Oklahoma for 10 years. Is, are we seriously There's going no through Taco every place Jones. you've ever visited no, in your life? No, <laughs> and I've been everywhere from California to Florida, besides north of Indiana. I'm just saying. But Taco John's, I've only seen it in like Nebraska or South Dakota, I think. That's it. Really? I, think sure. it, it I mean, it's the other one. That. I'm just saying you don't really see it. It's not really a Midwestern thing. It's like a three-state thing. You can't say so you guys are a murder podcast, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we get we we go a little bit of everything. Like I say, this is we are true crime. We tell true crime 
Um, we don't always do murder. Now we did our Las Vegas episode. We talked a lot about um, well, Las Vegas in general crime or uh, like crime statistics. And then like we talked about, um, well, there was a, the, the dude on the motorcycle. And then remember he just walked in. I can't remember what he, he ended up being a, anyway, he walks into the, uh, <laughs> you're looking at me. he walks into nothing. the casino wearing his helmet and then he steals the money off the table and he ended up being like a couple million dollars worth of chips he stole. He got caught like a day later because he tried to cash in the chips, but it was. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, we talk about a lot of that type of stuff, right? That's a really funny one. Go check out Las Vegas Part One. That's where we talk about that one. Um, then we have you know some fun guests and stuff like that. So today we're talking about Natalie Wood. Um, that's going to be kind of a fun one. We'll get to that here in a few minutes. We'll, we'll finish talking about this stuff. Uh, remember, everybody, if you're listening, go check us out. All of our social media stuff. Everything's at Crack and Crime Facebook. Um, X or Twitter, whatever the hell they call that one now. Yeah. What? X. Yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. So X. let's let him run us through his 20 podcasts. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's telling. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we've got, um, right now, uh, the clam bake incident, which is our, our, our uh, flagship podcast, uh, is currently on hiatus, but we're running into production on season two for that. We've got uh, Tertiary Sports, which is outsider sports podcast for sports outsiders. Uh, we're, we've got a Patreon exclusive called Improbable, if you want to go there. And we got two shows in production. One is like a movie talk show, and the other one is called Gin and Jews and is done by two Jews who drink gin. Nice. Oh, that's hilarious. If <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever get to the point where you need guests on the movie podcast, I'd love to do that. I'm yeah, huge movie nerd, and I mean... I was grounded a lot when I was a kid. I was born in 90, but I was grounded a lot, getting in trouble. And I would go through my grandma's. And she had like a, a giant walk-in closet filled. The walls were filled with shelves of old VHSs. And I went through all of them and watched them. So I'm just a big movie buff. I can tell you movie stars off the top of my head and stuff like that. So I would, I would love to be on a guest on that podcast if you ever need to. Yeah. I'll bring Jamie along too, I guess. Well, I am the smarter of the two. That's the way that it works. Except for movies. Yeah, I, know. I actually, I know like next to nothing about movies, but now I'm like directing them, which is a weird thing to have inside my head because I don't know any movie star. I don't know like Brad Pitt because I think he did football once. Um, But like, <laughs> that's what i got i know nobody but like i can make movies <laughs> awesome. oh that's awesome that's awesome i took theater and speech in class i've always just been a big fan of movies and yeah i and i tell you what i can watch the hell out of some movies and then remember stuff from them uh making one yet yeah, no thanks i don't even i wouldn't even <laughs> that's it again that's difficult but I'd well like i think it even interests me um i know we're true crime but let's go into the movie stuff we uh <laughs> what interests me is like when they start talking, like when you watch like behind the scenes of certain movies and then they start the way that they start shooting from like the end of the movie mm-hmm. and how they yeah. do that. It's like day one. We just walked in. We started recording and it was like the death scene where you like like the most dramatic scene of the whole movie. And they recorded it first before That's they even yeah. like, how do they like do to, that? I would like to have him on again just to talk about that, because I've always thought, you know, Obviously, you got you got a certain amount of scenes you got to shoot in one place. It could be a whole different state, and you so you got to take advantage of that. So you do have to jump around. I wonder what kind of how much. I'll tell you what, you guys, you guys, you guys find some kind of crime around movies, and I'm happy to come back and do all about that. 
all over it. I've got oh, I'm so many you. just popping in the top of my head right well, now. Well, we already. we did uh we did our Hollywood Robert cracking Hollywood crime. We talked about him. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe we should try to interview him about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we do. Yeah, well, again, we go off on tangents all the time. Mm-hmm. Talk about all this type of stuff. So anyway, no, that sounds interesting, man. So so how often do you guys put all those out? Movies? I mean, as often as we can. Uh, it's kind of, a, you know, it's a weird industry, especially up here in Maine, because like L.A. sucks. So I'm not going down there. But it's like, <laughs> you know, you've got you, you don't you don't do much until you have a name for yourself. So it's a whole lot of like, hey, my buddy has this script that he wrote. And then you get a bunch of your other buddies who are all in debt for movie making. And you all kind of make like, a you know, nobody gets paid movie and you submit it to festivals and stuff like that. And you know, you just hope something catches or until, you know, you have enough corporate clients to make a job of it. <laughs> You're talking oh, about awesome. like those Sundance movie festival movies yeah. that, that not that don't get advertised like your Iron Man's and all that stuff, but then they end up winning a bunch of awards. And because of those awards, that's how they become popular. So that's is that kind of more your realm? Yeah, more more or less. I mean, uh, I like to put them out on on YouTube or, or sell them as, as best I can. Um, but in terms of what I got out right now, I've got the the vase uh, was I did the lighting on the vase and uh, a movie called Marley, which is coming out. Those are going to be hitting festival circuits kind of soon. Uh, the vase was already in Maine Mayhem, the the Maine Mayhem. Um, I almost said music festival, movie festival. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's but, your, uh, yeah. Sorry, I want you to continue. But we'll, we'll go ahead and like. Let us know what your YouTube is account. I'm gonna go ahead and follow you right now. Yeah, sure. So I mean, right, right now the the most uh the most prevalent YouTube is just the uh it's just the clam bake incident. I've got a lot of our um, I've got a lot of our uh. Let's hope it doesn't autoplay. <laughs> it's just under clam bake incident. I've got a, a all of our stuff under that because we started you know the show and we started promoting all of that stuff. Um, eventually that YouTube channel is going to change the name of my company, which is just Ramshackle Studios. Um, yeah. Clam bake incident. So the picture with the big clam and the tongue sticking out of it and then two guys sitting in the middle of it, right? That's us. The one that looks like like cartoony, but also like yeah. <laughs> creepily sexual for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to follow for me. <laughs> I'm a nerd when it comes to stuff like that. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He yeah. yeah he loves all that type of stuff which is fantastic big time yeah um but all yeah all our shows will be coming out on there uh, on that youtube channel so nice Heck yeah yeah absolutely man that's freaking awesome all right everybody as you're checking out all of our cracking crime stuff go check that out also yep. Clam um, incident. what'd you say Clam bake incident yeah i mean you got good. headphones i do i do yeah <laughs> but you just speak all the time no, and i can like never it. understand what you're saying um <laughs> <laughs> so go check all that stuff out um go check us out on patreon let's jump into some of our patrons real fast um because we have so many it takes yeah, a bit it's a crazy amount yeah so thank you grandma uh one and two thank you both appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> and then uh thank you to mr garcia sexy mexi we love you dude thank you and then um What's the other one? You always remember Ben Johnson. Uh, Phelps Harvest. Phelps Harvest. Yeah. Check out Phelps Harvest. 
equipment and stuff because we're in the middle of the heartland and stuff ain't legal here yet it is not <laughs> yeah but still uh he sponsors us that's great go check out phelps harvest facebook all right let's jump in to our story today um Natalie Wood. Either one of you guys know Natalie Wood. No, Heard she, of Miss Natalie Wood? She's an actress. She is. Her last good. name is an acronym for penis. <laughs> hard. <laughs> not not any old penis. Hard. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> oh, that's too good. All right. So she was born July twentieth, nineteen thirty-eight. So she's. It's an older story, right? Um, she was an actress, a child actress. It's actually kind of interesting. I watched a couple documentaries on it as well. It's kind of interesting um, the way that she got her start because she was like walking down the street with her mom and then a guy just asked her to like throw her um, ice cream cone or something like that. So she got this little tiny role and then he ends up really liking the way that she does it. And then boom, she goes, they like end up moving to Hollywood and then she's doing a pretty good job. Um, so she she was in Miracle on 34th Street when she was eight years old. So and that was actually in 1947. I told you guys 40s or 50s. Miracle on 34th Street is, I mean, quintessential. Everybody knows that Christmas movie. Sort of. Is that that? Is that that black and one, the black and white one where they're like, every angel gets its wings? Is that is that that movie? Yeah. Oh, yep. Okay. Cool. Yep. That's where, about the extent of what I know of that. Right. <laughs> I, it's a yeah, very, very obvious. It was made in '47, but it's still timeless, and it's still people watch it all the time. I'm no one's She's, to remake it yet. As many remakes as they've been doing. I know. I don't think you remake something like that. I mean, there's so many great Christmas movies. I, I don't know if you remake something from '47, but so then as a teenager, she's nominated for an Academy Award um, for her performance in Rebel Without a Cause. That was probably your next big one, and that's in '55. Um, is it a coincidence that we're doing an actress that does movies crime while we're having a producer on? Yeah. Is yeah. that really a coincidence? Yeah. Oh, I was looking for a decent story and then I had come across this one. I didn't even think about Yeah, but it, it works out pretty perfect. Hold the right straw out of the fucking head. Every once in a while, I do something right. You know, and, I, and it just so happens I did it right today. So she was in a bunch of movies. Um <laughs> But obviously, we don't care as much about her movies. I can go through the long list. I think that Rebel Without a Cause is one of her biggest. And then she just continuously was able to get work um, until later on. Um, she she does take a break for a while when she was having kids. Uh, but the big story she goes is she, her first husband was Robert Wagner. So you can see in the picture that I've got over there, Robert Wagner. Now, Robert Wagner was also a big time movie star, um, but she dated like when when you think of some of the like big guys from back in that neck of that time frame, um, like who are who are some of the big names? I mean, I can't Robert Redford. Uh, so Robert Redford got his start because she liked him in a play, and then she put him in his movie. Damn, yeah, Dude, he's. You yeah, know, 10 20 years after her time, though. I mean, Rob Rush was big. Oh, she 50s, this 50s. was this was in the 70s. Um, yeah, but that's which one? Which one is she? She's 30 40 years old, then, ain't she? Yeah, so she didn't have a relationship with Robert Redford, but yeah, that is a very interesting thing. I can't remember which movie that was, but in that documentary that I watched, that was one of the big things is Robert Redford, um, was in a play 
she puts him in the movie and then they were in a couple of movies together because she really liked him as an actor. Also, I really shot that one in the dark and made it, didn't I? <laughs> you did. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that was really interesting. So, um, but yeah, she was with a lot of the big guys. All right. So, um, did she do anything with uh, like Alfred Hitchcock or anything like that? Hitchcock. I, see, I like I'm it. not, I'm not seeing Alfred Hitchcock Alfred on Hitchcock. here. God, why? Okay, so Alfred Hitchcock, huge name to me, but I'm I'm drawing blank right now. Is that a To Kill a Mockingbird? He did like um that kind of close. He did that movie the uh shit the birds movie. Um, he did like Vertigo. Hold on, let me just look up his name. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that birds movie. He so there's this scene in that birds movie where uh he has the actress get like attacked by like. 40 birds or something they did that take 47 times and in theory it's because so he said on 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 mike one time that it was just because like he wanted a true reaction but then there was like several years later this tell-all where she was like yeah he was trying to fuck me but like i wouldn't let him so he just had me get attacked by birds until i was crying we're out of tape right we got yeah. no more tape in there. Been for hours. you know that back in those days that was reels so they, they, you know they were legit tape yeah uh, uh, weird guy i'll sleep with you stop it <laughs> <laughs> Please. these fucking birds out man god <laughs> we're getting angrier <laughs> Um, everywhere. She was in Splendor in the Grass um, in 1961 with Warren Beatty. Wonderful. Warren Beatty was a huge name. Yeah, that sounds funny. Um, let's see. Carol West Side Story. Carol with, sounds familiar from back in those days too, don't she? Or she? Oh yeah, she Carol did all that comedy. Yeah, yeah, Carol Burnett was huge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was that more like 60s, 70s, or? Let's see, Carol Burnett. I think the Carol Burnett show was more in the eighties, like seventies, eighties. She yeah, is sweetheart. You see them honoring her about ten years ago, and she's just you know old as dirt, but just smiling and laughing. It's still a great right. sport. <laughs> huge freaking, huge range of comedy. You know, good sport about everything. Right. It was. It was. I admire her. Let's see. Um, so the relationships is kind of where everything's at. She was a big time actress. Um, it's pretty too. She oh, she's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, all yeah, when you watch any of the stuff, I mean, she aged well also. I mean, she was a very pretty woman. Um her one of her daughters looks just like her. Oh, yeah. uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Um but so she marries Robert Wag. Okay, so this is weird too cuz Robert Wagner was like um uh, like 26 years old, right? And oh, she was man. she was 18. 17, 18, 18. And then, yeah, so I think, I think then when he's 27, she's 19, and that's when they get married. I don't believe they have any kids in the first go around of the relationship. Um, and they were like the it couple. Um, and I believe this is back in like the 60s. Let me look. Um, 57. So they're first married in 57. She was 19. And imagine being imagine being a big deal 
back then though when there's no phones there's no internet like if, if everyone knew who you were it was it was basically through radio or well or, you know, all of our movies white so to be a big deal back then you'd think it would take a lot more wouldn't it oh yeah well i mean there was it was a lot it wasn't as easy to make yourself relevant you know like a couple of no though i mean i feel like i feel like it was it's kind of some zero because i mean once you got all that stuff out there everybody's got a phone everybody in their goddamn mother is on social media trying to be famous like so maybe it's it's harder now yeah i don't i mean i feel like it's so saturated you got to spend so long just trying to break through the noise whereas that that back then it was like oh my god look that train is gonna hit us oh no it's just a screen oh look there's a person in there and that like that person just becomes the person you see on the screen for the next 10 years that is true well that was my thought was it well honestly even think even think 70s and 80s i mean once you had your your people that were you know like your action stars they're still your action stars today you see you see the expendables come out and it was Stallone, you know, Schwarzenegger, Bill, you know, uh, yeah. Bruce Willis, you know, Mel Gibson. Yeah. They said those names and you're like, holy shit, I have to watch this movie. It's going to be the greatest movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Right. So I agree with you 100 percent. You are right. Because they yeah, they just basically had used the same actors roles, you know. But what I don't like about today, honestly, is nobody's putting out anything good movies related. Everything is superhero something or other, supernatural something or other. Nobody's making good movies. Well, of course not. Uh, was, has anyone here seen Oppenheimer yet? I have not seen Oppenheimer yet. I was going to do I was gonna do the Barbenheimer run, but I just didn't. I wasn't able to sit for that long. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't gotten seen either, but I'm, I'm willing to bet, as a Christopher Nolan film, I'm willing to bet that that's going to be a good old-fashioned just a really good storytelling and it's going to well, what I'm, what I'm saying is you look at the movies theory. that were coming out in the eighties and the nineties, like you look at die hard, right. And then you look at, it becomes an action movie. Right. But I, but now that's the, basically the storyline that everybody follows now to do an action movie. And then for the most part, everyone's kind of going off of the, but you look at so many good movies in the 80s, the 90s, and probably before. I mean, I you know, but I, now everybody's so scared to make, like, they wouldn't let the machine come out because everybody was scared with the war going on overseas and all that. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying that everybody's now scared to hit a button and then get canceled. Nobody wants to hit the cancel button. So nobody wants to do anything out of the box. Or try to make a good story anymore because you're gonna offend somebody on one side of something or other, and that so that's, that's definitely part of it. But like the way that studios work is they just they find a thing that works and then they market test it, and then once they got it, they just fucking like this is the problem. Sorry, this is my soapbox. I'll climb up. Absolutely, I'll back that's off. What we're here for. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're, it's what we're here for. Um. The, Movie movie studios, this is the problem with having money in creative creative things, is that they found a thing that works, it makes money, and they just fucking beat it to death, and they make it in a million variations. And yeah, definitely cancel culture comes into it, but like, it's so much more about how much money can the studio make, rather than what is actually, what, what the directors and shit want to put out. Right, that's so, it. That's my soapbox. I'll hop down. <laughs> Wait, no, that's I'm just gonna let you slide out of here without the, without talking about it. But <laughs> just basically, like 
everyone's creative thoughts and, and who you are originally gets watered down based off of what's going to make the most money. <clears throat> yeah. Much. Oh, absolutely. That's, and that sucks too, because we're losing originality through everything because well, there's you, 10 things that if, work. If, everyone wants to water each If one we down. were in the same place today as where we would have been in the 90s, you never would have saw Dumb and Dumber get made. No. You never would have seen an Ace Ventura get made. You wouldn't have seen people just being absolutely crazy, stupid, funny, yeah. and making fun of everything. They just don't do it anymore. That's why I can say they were trying, like, they made him shelf the machine for a long time. And then he finally comes out with it. It's a pretty good movie. It's not Ace Ventura Pet Detective, but it's a good movie. Oh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective is kind of a dumb movie. I just love Jim Carrey and I love how funny he was. But, but you, it wasn't a great, you, you, great movie. You don't, he, Jim Carrey's not Jim Carrey anymore. Nobody's no. nobody's the same. It's just no. a different thing. But and they're they're not making those movies anymore. Mm-hmm. So and they did. Even though even when they found lightning in a bottle with Dumb and Dumber, then they remade that movie 18 different times with 18 different casts, and it was, you know, dumb and dumber ist dumb and dumber rur, 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 rur. you know it's just like <laughs> and and they're all no-name people and they were just trying to redo the fr- anyways that's my soapbox also but it's <laughs> i i want to see oh good i actually have I, have I have one more soapbox and it's about disney and it's about all these reboots you're seeing it is because so like the whole reason they made a fucking live action lion king and shit like that is because they are retaining they're keeping it out of the creative commons they're trying to retain their license by producing new stuff because it's about to time out. So they have to make something new in that IP. It bothers the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they basically made the Lion King. I mean, I haven't watched all of it because Lion King, when I was a kid, was one of my favorite movies. Now that's that's probably one of the they best They made it the well. exact same that they made the cartoon. So like there wasn't, yeah, I mean, what you're saying makes sense now. Like all you did was, do the but yeah, I mean Mulan, The Lion King. What what else? What are their live action? They have a bunch of these live action just redo old classics. Yeah, just... Aladdin, uh, Cinderella, all that shit. Maleficent was was a little bit different. Yeah, Maleficent was Sleeping Beauty. I like how they did that. Just oh, I like yeah, that. no that. I like I like how so... they did Cruella. Cruella wasn't really thir- the, you know 101 Dalmatians. It was a different version of it from her side right. of it. So if you do something like that, I really really enjoy. Like I loved Cruella. I'll watch it again. I did. Or, yeah, or yeah, that was that was good. I I also got it. I mean, they, there's been some great. Like I really liked Vacation, the new Vacation movie. Oh yeah, I thought good. that one was really Have you seen that really good. No, I don't even I don't even know what that is. Okay, so have you heard of Vegas Vacation? Chevy you know, Chase the old Chevy Vacation Chase movie back in the day. Um so anyways, oh, like very National vaguely, Lampoon. yeah. Yeah. It oh, was yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. all National Lampoons yeah, and it was all fantastic. It came out in 2015. I hadn't heard of it either until what a year ago you mentioned it to me. No. What? Yeah. No, seriously? You, yeah. When you talked to me about it, it was the first time I I never even heard of it. Just like him. Like I remember watching the old Christmas vacation, Vegas vacation back when I was a kid. And, you know, they were funny movies. And then, yeah, when I didn't know they made a new one. Oh. Well, they got all new actors. I didn't, Chevy Chase isn't even mentioned in the in the commercial. So I didn't even well, know he's not he was in the in commercial, it. but he's in the movie. He's in the movie briefly, yeah. Him right. and the original cast. And, and the, the original, original car. Yeah, and, the original car and everything. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's a fantastic. That's his dad. I just made my son watch all of the vacation movies with me. Um, they're, be, they're decent movies. Because that one is so good that, yeah, that you had to go back and suffer through the 70s ones, which are all still good and they're timeless. But it's like those ones were great movies. They were. Yeah. And then this was the modern twist of that one. And they like brought the original. Movies? 
I right. love comedy like, movies. Like, well, like, okay, so give me give me a couple a couple somewhat recent movies that so I can kind of see what kind of genre you like or what kind of comedy you I, I, like. So I can like know whether or not you want to watch this movie or not. Oh man, I don't. You put me on the spot. I have no. As soon as you said, give me a comedy time. movie. Every comedy movie yeah. I've ever watched just goes out of the mind. Okay, so, <laughs> so let's start with like Hangover, the Hangover trilogy. You like that? That's yeah, not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Horrible bosses. Okay. You yeah. like those? Okay, so I really I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, <laughs> that's a. But you part. like the Hangover, so I'm saying like if you, you get bored one of these nights and you're not working enough like that, just look up. Came out in 2015 with Vacation. Uh, the guy from Hangover, the Stu, the one that, miss, that misses his tooth. Yeah. He's the dad. And Christina Applegate is his wife. And they're yeah. taking their family on a vacation. Oh, the fucking RV one where they accidentally, where they're like, he just hires a family and goes to no. like oh, Mexico. I know what you're talking about, though. No, you're taking a, okay, oh. so you're thinking of the other guy. I know what you're talking about, no, though. That, that's, that's called uh, Studacus. Uh, that's Jason we're the Vegas, Millers. Yeah, we're, yeah, you're we're thinking of Millers. We're the Millers. That is a great movie. That's a great movie. Great this movie, is though. see now we're on. Now I know we like the same movies. That movie. <laughs> that's a, that's a go to. Yeah. Just watch if I'm bored. That yeah, I love that oh, movie. That oh yeah, it's all he gets bit in the balls by a spider and it blows up. Oh, and everything. Dude, every oh, single that that yeah. It's freaking all hilarious. of it is fantastic. But yeah, yeah. if you get Jennifer bored, Aniston. look up. Look up. It's it's titled Vacation. And it's just it's the dude that plays Thor turns out to be the brother-in-law. I mean, it's just yeah. it's Chris Hemsworth. Is Chris Hemsworth is the brother-in-law. Yeah, it's a great, it's, great it is, movie. Yeah, the it Chevy is so Chase funny. is actually in it. I mean, it's it is good. It's it, very good. They take a short do you guys like uh? Do you guys like like shitty horror movies? So I sometimes I do. My girlfriend doesn't, so I have to watch it when she's not around. But okay, so I got two. There's there's uh Willie's Wonderland, which is a Nick Cage movie. Which is super weird. It's just like is that, is that a new one? Yeah, yeah. It came out fairly recently. It's literally just Five Nights at Freddy's, but Nick Cage is weirdly sexual with a pinball machine the whole time. <laughs> 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 and then there's I just watched uh, Jessica's Body, which is like Megan Fox. I've seen that. I just yeah. watched it for the first time last year. My girlfriend made me. Oh, watch that it. movie's it's so, so bad. bad. It's this. It's, it's bad. just. Like, the only thing it's so we all we all watched story. Jennifer's body because you thought that it was going to have something. She was fresh out of Transformers, mm. and <laughs> she was riding the stardom of Transformers when she made that movie comes out right after Transformers. So I watched it, and it was not good. That movie was horrible. But it was one of those bad ones that I I didn't mind that I would watch again, even though I know it's bad. <laughs> you know, if that makes true. sense to you. True. Is that what you thought of it, or did you did you like it, or did you just hate it? Or I, I liked how bad it was. Uh, the, there's, I mean, like Velocipaster is like the kind of stuff that I like to watch for bad. Uh, um, it just there's like this these there's a whole genre of movie this that movies that's like intentionally like high budget but bad. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind a movie that's so bad you you can't help but want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's there's a few out there. I can't think of any, you know, like Payback with Mel Gibson was a '90s. That's old, old. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's pretty old, but it wasn't. It was not one of his huge blockbusters, and it doesn't go in like his cast of great movies. But you watch it, and it's just good. Mm-hmm. It's 
it's different and it's just comfort good movie almost what's that it's a comfort movie it's something bad that most people think's bad but you like it you're kind of comfortable with it so you can watch it over and over right and we bought it like out of like uh i just saw mel gibson on it when i was young and i was like wow it was out of like the walmart bin for next to nothing at the time and and then bought it and it became a, one of my wife and i's favorite movies yeah. This episode sponsored by Walmart. <laughs> we're trying to get sponsored by Taco Bell. That's what we're going for. I've even, I, I didn't tell Seth, I actually called their corporate office here not that long ago. I was like, hey, but no one would get back to me. I, I even, I got this gal and I said, hey, who sponsors podcasts? I want to get some sponsorships. And then basically it just transferred me around. So we hung up. So I'm going to try again when I have a little more time. So, I guess let's jump back into um, a little bit of the Natalie Wood. So she marries Robert Wagner when she is 19. Um, and then, I know that was normal back then, but man, that's too young. It, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> got so much life left. Well, like I say, he was, it, they're not saying his was. age, um, but I remember he seeing that he was like 26 or 27 when they got married. So that part's kind of crazy too. So she tells it in her own words, when you watch an old interview that they were like in a movie or something together, or she saw him in the hallway when she was doing something, she's like 11 and saw him, you know, and he would have been 19, 18, 19. Uh-oh. And Uh-oh. like, I'm going to marry that guy someday. And then here she's 18. And then she meets this 26 year old man and then, yeah, now they end up married. So it was, it was kind of like, oh, ew, that's kind of, you know, but it, so, but it was a different time, you know, different things. So my girlfriend's six years younger than me, but I mean, I'm 32 and I'm, well, when we met, I'm obviously, obviously it changes. Like, I wish we would have met earlier. Like I wouldn't have, you'd have <laughs> been in high school. Like, there's no way I would have went for you. Huh? Right. Lucky we met when we did. It, it always changes. It always changes the older you get. I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter whatsoever, you know, but uh but yeah it, it's just different when they're that those ages so they're they don't last that long they were the it couple it was like everywhere they turn um that picture right there that you see of them was when they were originally together so she's like 18 19 there and he's like in his mid-20s um they lasted about 10 months and then they ended up getting a divorce and it was like no harm no foul they went their separate ways mm. um so then she ends up dating warren Beatty. Michael Caine, David Niven Jr. Yeah, like a bunch of Hollywood Ah. people back in the day. She claimed that there was, you know, people made sexual advances towards her to get roles and stuff back in those days. And um, so there was a couple accusations of that type of stuff. So she ends up getting married again in 1969 to a British producer, Richard Gregson. They had dated for a, uh, quite a few years, and then they ended up having a daughter together. Her name was Natasha. Now, Natasha's the one that looks just like her. It's crazy mm-hmm. how much she looks like her. Um, and then they ended up getting a divorce. Now, it's funny. They get a divorce. You should see this guy. I don't know if I've got a picture. So, oh, yeah, there it is. Let me see if I can. Can he see that? No, never mind. That's still Robert Wagner. That's so, right. Just describe it to me like it's a it's 1940s uh, animation style. <laughs> well, it's hard to explain because he's just so he's just not the same as Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner's like, you know, like your quintessential 
good looking guy of the 60s. He's got the 60s hair, the 60s suit. He's wealthy. He's also a movie star. She dates Warren Beatty, you know, superstar of the day. She dates. Everybody was a Dapper Dan man. They all had that. Right. And this guy, slicking the hair back. This guy, just not so much. I mean, you just can't really explain him. I don't even see a picture of him. They have a picture of. Go ahead, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. Have you guys seen uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That's what I imagine when you talk about 1940s, 50s, like your original good looking man. I'm thinking George Clooney with the fucking Dapper Dan here. Absolutely. Like that would wakes be, up yeah. in the middle of the night, my hair. I'm a, I'm a Dapper Dan man. Dapper Dan. <laughs> that was forever it. <laughs> Turn him into a horny toad. <laughs> so yeah that's what it so this guy just doesn't look like robert wagner he he just doesn't you you kind of go wow she was kind of slumming it with this guy but he was a producer so it makes a little bit of sense i mean those producers can get all the girls mm-hmm. right are we right on that yeah, right <laughs> yeah, on. yeah me and my hair i'm here <laughs> <laughs> they're passed out so they were together for a few years um, and then they had their daughter in 1970 they ended up getting a divorce because he started cheating on her because he said she was spending too much time with the daughter and wasn't him enough attention yeah so you've got the like one of the biggest stars of the 70s is is his wife and he cheats on her because that kid god damn that kid i didn't know when we had a kid that was gonna need attention i what know hell? right yeah that's what it's oh, it was crazy i can't believe you you're having a you have a they had a baby and i don't get dinner first what the fuck is this right? <laughs> what that baby do to put dinner on the fucking table <laughs> So, yeah, they they end up separating then after he cheats on her. She files for divorce. Um, She has a short-lived romance with uh, Jerry Brown, who ends up becoming a California governor. Um, And then in 1972, she ends up resuming the relationship with Wagner. So Robert Wagner and her end up getting remarried. And then they're married for the rest of her life. All right. So they're married in 72. um, And then they end up having a couple of kids together. Uh, I know at least one daughter they had together. Um, And then, oh, this is somebody's talking about somebody having an affair. Um, Not worried about that. Um, But anyway, it can all just be summed up as Hollywood fucks and you can skip it. Right. (laughs) That part is like, eh, right. So she's in a bunch of great movies, though, throughout her career. And then now she's remarried to Robert Wagner. And then. Like I say, so now they're both working, okay? They've got kids. She's still an actress. He's still an actor, and they're both actively working. So she had just done a movie with Christopher Walken. And, oh, yeah, so he's a young Christopher Walken. Um, and I can't remember. So, oh, here it is. It's got to be Brainstorm, which was. More really cowbell. More, more cowbell. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> the only rip. It's more cow. I had this uncomfortable hunk of metal on my ass. <laughs> so funny. Do it 
again. I'm stabbing in the face with a soldering iron. It's one of my favorite roles he ever did, man. Oh, okay. So, two my two top picks for for like DC's Batman, the Joker, are Christopher Walken because I think it'd be fucking hilarious, and Borat. <laughs> Have you guys watched that new? So, I don't not real big on the on the on the DC movies, but. I gotta watch that new Flash movie just because Michael Keaton's in it, and that, oh, that's what my, when he said when he said Christopher Walken. I'm thinking because he was uh fuck who was he in that Batman movie? He was like the commissioner or who the fuck was he? I just remember being a kid who? watching it. And he was he was a big deal in that in that Batman movie with with Michael Keaton, and I think it was Danny DeVito was the Penguin. Christopher mm-hmm. Walken, he was in Batman. Was he really? Was yeah. he? I don't remember. Y'all know shit. You guys don't remember that? Yeah. I don't remember. Chris no. fucking was in that. He was a. Uh... Dude, the only thing I remember from that movie is the fact that Batman had no neck the entire time. Yeah. He just had to like <laughs> turn his whole torso. Turn it like Penguin did. <laughs> Still my yeah. favorite Batman move. Well, no, wait, wait. That one. That's why they they tried up. so many Batmans, and I didn't care for really any of yeah, them. George Clooney and Val Kilmer, and they didn't do it. Back. No, ah. well, the no, only... no, not George Clooney. My bad. I apologize. Michael Keaton and Val Kilmer were my were the two. Yeah, no, Michael Keaton was was the best one until Adam West till the Dark Knight. Yeah, Adam West was well, nineteen fifties, right? The Bam, wow, every hit. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's. Still better than the Val Kilmer. I learned about Adam West through Family Guy. That's where that's me through it. Now Mayor Wild West gets on there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So let's jump to uh but I think I still think you should look up Christopher Walken and his role in that Batman movie. Well, I didn't even know that he did the role. Absolutely. The same Batman that Danny DeVito was the penguin. Still, that's crazy. I don't know what he's talking about. I can look it up here real quick. Um, I don't remember what movies. I mean, Christopher Walken in uh, Joe Dirt was pretty freaking. That was my favorite role he's done. I'm not seeing any. Batman Returns, 92. Son of a biscuit. I did not know that. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know. I'm not up on my Batman history. <laughs> I'm not either. That was great. <laughs> I, I would. I did not remember him from that one. But I remember is the the more cowbell. And then you remember the obviously his role. Like I say, his role in um, Joe Dirt was my favorite. Mm. Looks like they got him in a whole bunch of them. But his first one, like I said, was in. Um, with Natalie, well, maybe not his first first one, um, but I know that he was a young actor and he was very prominent, um, and he's in a movie with Natalie Wood. So I was going to tell you both here, but we're waiting for Seth to get back. Um, so the whole, yeah, she's Rebel Without a Cause. That was kind of a breakout role, and then. All what right. a, what big flops did she have? So big flops. I got kind of a whole list here of movies. Um, so she was with John Wayne in The Searchers. Oh, if you, you have you heard of The Great Race from '65, the original? That's that's a pretty old one. She was in The Great Race. Um, 
Splendor in the Grass, West Side Story, Rebel Without a Cause. I mean, she was in a lot of movies that were popular for the time. Oh, no shit. She was in the West Side Story movie? Yep. Yep, she was in West Side Story, 1961. Splendor in the Grass in 61. Like, she was really big in the 60s. Rebel Without a Cause was her breakout role that took her from, like, child stardom and then brought her into, like, adult stardom. Mm. I remember seeing that in all of the documentaries that I just watched. So, all right, let's go into the craziest part of the story. This is why we're talking about her, okay? So, here's what happened. So, they were both doing movies. She's doing movies. He's doing movies, right? So, they don't always get a ton of time together. But they had finally, they both had time off together. Did she have another kid and uh, he didn't get his meals first? (laughs) <laughs> that was that was her other husband yeah so <laughs> side note batman returns yeah we already looked that out. okay all right well yeah that out we're we're that we're out. We're 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 during a podcast before either i'd like to apologize for everything. you didn't so, bring your piss bucket man what are you an amateur <laughs> it's his office he should have it down here. i should i'm, the uh, I'm thinking about putting a urinal in for you over yeah. there i should need to be in line I know you're the talent. That's what we always say. You're the talent. So they finally get together, um, back together, November 29th. Well, it was, it was a little bit before November 29th. So I can't, but the, the bad night is November 29th. So they, they decide they're, they're together for Thanksgiving. Right. So right after Thanksgiving. So that Friday, they decide they're going to take a couple's retreat on their yacht. Okay, so they go to Santa Catalina Island off the coast of California. So it's in this this island is a Californian island. So they have four people on this yacht. All right. They've got the captain of the boat. Right. But it's Robert Wagner's yacht. Mm -hmm. And when I say yacht, remember that we're talking a 1981 yacht. All right. We're not talking the Will Smith yacht that he posts TikToks on that. You know, he's like, I didn't even know he had one. I mean, yeah, if you, if Will Smith has a TikTok and he's got pictures of him sailing over in the islands, keep his wife's name. I I did not bring her up once. I don't want nothing, (laughs) you know, I don't need to get slapped. (laughs) (laughs) So they take this yacht that was definitely in in 70s, 80s yacht. It's not massive, massive like today's yacht, right? But it's good size got rooms in it and all that stuff so they've got a captain they've got natalie wood they've got robert wagner and then since they had just shot a movie christopher walkins with them Hmm. so that's the four on the yacht okay so they leave out on i believe friday so friday night they're around this santa catalina island um and remember we're so we're talking november 28th 1981 yeah they get into a fight. Robert Wagner and Natalie Wood get into a fight on the yacht. And then it gets so bad that Natalie Wood asks the captain of the boat. They have a little dinghy that is tied up to the back of the yacht. So they get into that. She was so deathly. There's actually an interview that she's deathly afraid of like dark black water. She does not like bro same i hate that shit right yeah 
And so they've got, she's got this absolute fear. She talks about it in a couple of interviews back in the seventies that she's just got this deathly fear of black, dark black water. So she gets in the dinghy in the middle of the night. Cause she'd been fighting with Robert Wagner. They go into Catalina Island. They're on the busier side. And the way that it works is all of the marina was full. So then they were just docked outside of the area. And apparently the water was really rough that night. Mm-hmm. So the water's so rough that they were fighting over. They She was deathly afraid to be on this boat, blah, blah, blah. That's the story. So they go into the town and then get a hotel room. So she then gets a hotel room for herself and a hotel room for the captain of the yacht. Robert Wagner and... um Oh, I said his name, Christopher Walken. They stay on the yacht. So the next day, everything's over and done with. She catches a ride with the captain on the little dinghy back out to the yacht. Then Robert Wagner decides he's going to move it to a different portion of the island. So they go to a more exclusive side of the island that there's not as it's not as highly populated. So they can get into the cove, right? So they go into the cove. And then when they get over there, they get the boat docked, everything. They end up, Natalie Wood, Christopher Walken, take the dinghy into town. Mm -hmm. And then they start partying and drinking at the local bars while Robert Wagner and the captain are now still on the yacht. So a little while later, Robert Wagner comes, comes ashore. And then he finds, he, apparently the story is, is that she's sitting on the bar stool drinking with Christopher Walken and they're just laughing and chumming it up. And then Robert Wagner walks in and then he's not real happy that his wife is chumming it up with Christopher Walken. Right. So they then spend the whole day, day drinking together, all of them. And then they go back out to the bot, to the yacht. Now they're on the yacht and they're all drinking. And so there's two different stories. That's very interesting. Right. So the story number one is we'll go from the captain because this is the way that I watch the documentaries on it. And that's the way that it's so from the captain. Well, no, no, we'll go Robert Wagner's story first. So Robert Wagner's story is Natalie decides we've been drinking too much. I'm going to bed. So she goes downstairs to go to bed. He then keeps stays up and he's drinking with Christopher Walken. They're having drinks and then Christopher Walken tries to tell Rob because Robert Wagner wants her to start taking more of a family role and stop making so many movies. And Christopher Walken is like, she's red hot. She needs to keep making movies. So then Robert Wagner gets upset with Christopher Walken, breaks a wine bottle, slams it down, breaks the wine bottle. Says, and then the West Side Story music starts <laughs> yeah. playing and they start dancing <laughs> around and snapping. Christopher <laughs> looks at him like, hey. You break a wine bottle again. Oh, <laughs> oh why you know, are you like <laughs> the wrong tone? That's the wrong tone. You're talking to my guy, Rock. <laughs> Do it again. So he doesn't confront Robert Wagner. He actually just goes, "Oh shit!" Remember, he had a cowbell down in the in the room. So he runs downstairs, <laughs> grabs that cowbell, and he's sitting down there practicing. Maybe we need more cowbell. <laughs> so he stayed in his cabin then the rest of the evening playing his cowbell. Sure, Robert Wagner decides That's what they're to... calling it nowadays. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so Robert Wagner goes downstairs. Natalie Wood decides she hears this this like thumping outside and she can't go to bed. So she goes outside to 
do to to mess with the little dinghy because it wasn't tight. She was going to tie it up a little bit more, and then no wait, they they had an argument. I think the first story that he told was they had an argument, and she decided that she was leaving again to go back to shore to get a motel room, and so she got on the dinghy and she went. She left because the dinghy was gone and she was gone. So about midnight ish. He finds Natalie Wood is gone and the dinghy is gone also. So he doesn't worry about it too much. He apparently then sits down with the captain and they share some wine and they drink while the for about an hour. And then they finally call the Coast Guard. So the Coast Guard finally gets out there at like 3 a.m. to start looking for. Her. They end up finding Natalie Wood on November 29th, 1980. Wood one. <laughs> they found her floating in the ocean dead, a ways away from the boat. And then they found the dinghy in a different area. But so she's just floating dead. So then he changes his story and he says that she had gone upstairs to tie the dinghy up because it was making noise bumping the back of the boat. So she went upstairs to, to do that because it didn't make sense. She had this great fear. They said she would have never left the boat on the dinghy by herself. She would have went and got the captain like she had done the night before. Yeah, just get her water. Right. So that's the story, though. It's ruled an accidental death. Everything's done. So there's there's three guys that are on the boat. She's dead. Dingy's gone. It's right. Timey fuckery right there, buddy. Right. So it's just kind of crazy. So there's this whole nat, you know, this whole thing. So that's that's the documentary. If you watch the HBO documentary, they're still alive. Excuse yes. So actually, if you guys are NCIS fans, maybe this will help some of our like older, like, or younger guys. Um, Robert Wagner plays Denozo's dad in NCIS. Denozo, yeah. The pretty boy or the white guy? Yeah, on yeah. NCIS. Okay. So he's got his dad yeah. that pops in on several episodes, Robert Wagner. I've seen some episodes of NCIS. I've never seen his dad, though. Yeah. yeah, so he's, yeah, that's Robert Wagner, though. He plays he plays yeah, Denozo's dad. I love to watch that at night, so I've seen a few episodes. Right, yeah, we used to watch... We used to watch NCS Love all the time. Him. So when so when I started doing this research and then he pops on the screen, you're like, holy cow. But there's a documentary on HBO and it's all of his kids. So Robert Wagner ends up getting remarried to another gal. I think it was just a couple years after this. Yeah, and then they're still together today. So it's kind of crazy. Kill her off. Why not get remarried? Right. So this is not. <laughs> That's where I stand. He's guilty. He's guilty. This one, this one didn't have an acting career, so you know she could stay home. Yeah, right. You know. She could raise those babies. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't be raised. <laughs> well, I'm guessing he got to keep all of her stuff too, because I mean, it was an accidental death. So then he was the yeah. husband. So then he had all the money. So now he just doubled everything. Good right? motherfucker. I bet that was about fifty miles off of Epstein Island. Probably better when she was eleven. Damn it! I have no idea. No, no response to that. But I will. So then, so then, it nothing happens with this, right? From 1981, nothing happens. That's the story. Accidental drowning, poor woman. Um, you know, taken way too soon, and she just poured, went out there and she drowned in her nightgown, which she would have not been going into town in her nightgown in the middle yeah. of the night that she's scared. So I mean, it's it it doesn't really. So then in the 2000s, it's like 2002 or 2012, some shit like that. I can't remember exactly, but and I could look it up, but I don't, who cares? Um, all of the sudden, the captain of the boat decides to break his silence and he changes his story, flips, boom, bam. He starts selling 
his story to the tabloids. He starts selling the story. So it obviously don't look good for him, but he changed the story completely that he knows that Robert Wagner and Natalie Wood were arguing on the back of the boat. He was pissed because she kept flirting with, with Christopher Walken. So he walks in to the, to the little galley and Christopher Walken and her were laughing and joking and chummy. And then he grabs the bottle, breaks it and says, what are you just trying to have sex with my wife? And then he gets all mad. Christopher Walken tries to calm him down. Finally, he just goes to bed. Natalie Wood and then um, Robert Wagner argue on the back of the boat. Now, all of a sudden, another group of people of yacht owners that are just like, what uh, what are they called? Not docked because uh, they're not on a dock, but they're anchored nearby. They can make out these two people on the back of this. Now, again, we're talking like 20 years later, 20 uh, uh, 30 yeah. years later too late and the, and these people are now coming forward saying oh yeah no you know what i know i saw natalie wood robert wagner arguing that night on the back of the yacht too little too late yeah. and then she ends up now so nobody so then all of a sudden the arguing stops and he's just sitting in the galley drinking a scotch and then not wine because he broke that bottle right and so now <laughs> he's sitting in the galley and he's and then the captain is like oh my god we have to call the coast guard right now what do you mean she left and he's like ow she'll come back so yeah, he's not worried about it swim. so they they wait like yeah she's not what if, what if what if he thought she would what if he was like he fully murdered her but he's just crazy enough that he's like yeah she'll be she'll be back <laughs> <laughs> she's she coming back guy <laughs> You see that one movie she did? She'll be back She'll out swim of back over here. <laughs> you got two arms and a will. <laughs> so, so that's all. That all of a sudden that comes out. Now that is still actively being investigated. So apparently, which I don't even understand, because this happened in Santa Catalina Island, California, and some I I believe it's a it's a agency based out of Florida. These investigators are investigating this crime. Still, actually, I believe that's a Mac uh, operating system yeah. update. <laughs> yeah, that's why they can't figure it out. Their headphones keep getting all static. <laughs> so they they're apparently they reopen this case and they're like actively checking into it they've been interviewing people and then they're taking his side which again he sold that story to the tabloids and everything to make money off of it so who knows there's only three people on that boat that knew and so so you got one guy now saying absolutely robert wagner killed her the other one is robert wagner and he's like who me I, just, yeah. I would never. That's right? Then you got Christopher Walken, and he's just down there playing that damn cowboy. He's like, I don't even know what he's talking. Was Natalie Wood on this yacht? I don't. I, 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 I was just down there playing the cowbell. <laughs> I don't know anything that I can do. I I want to so bad with that voice break, but I just can't do it. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's really a mysterious death. So this isn't truly a murder story. This is a a beautiful actress, and it's a crazy death story, right? Yeah. And it's, I mean, Christopher Walken probably turns out to be one of the biggest of the of the two. You know what I mean? Like, I would say modern because he was young and he was going forward. They were a little bit older, so they were the already famous big actors and actresses. 
Christopher Walken was the up and comer, and then he's now the old man today. But he was way bigger than they ever dreamt of being. He's still big to this day. Right. So yeah, yeah. he's probably he's probably the biggest of them. But yeah, it's so it's crazy. So um all of the family, all of the Natalie Wood family. Well, no, no, I take that back. Not her mom and her sister are on a rampage that Robert Wagner killed her. So they're in the, if you watch the document, so there's two different documentaries out there. One's a 48 hours that I watched. And this one is all about reopening the investigation. And it's got all of the, like the mom, I don't know. Well, actually, I think her mom has passed now, but it, the sister, her sister is 100% Robert Wagner killed her. Um, and then it's the captain of the ship and they're, they've got case reopened. They've got people investigating it, all of this stuff, looking into this thing. And then on the other side, you have all of the kids and Robert Wagner and they're like, check into whatever you want. We don't care. We, I didn't do this. Uh, my kids love me. They are all like, Oh, my aunt is a nut job. Um, don't believe that side of the story. And yeah, so it's crazy. They, they all love mom. She's been dead since they, can, you know, right. They're, they're, they're just like, <laughs> they're like, absolutely. You know, we, my, that dad would not have killed her. What didn't it happen. We love him. It, it does strike me weird that she would drown as a woman who is completely afraid of water, dark water. And it's at night. So it's all dark water. So again, so it's, it's, it's funny. It's you watch the, that's where I think that it's funny because you've got three people involved that are still alive today that know, right? They were there's three people there. They know what happened. There's this story Walken and this story, and Christopher Walken is just over here, like, hey, you know. He might not know. He was he was, cowbell he was down there playing that cowbell. He, don't he went to bed. Like he might not know. That's right. So anyway, kind of a funny story. <laughs> or not funny, but a fun story i mean it's crazy it's, it's just it's sad and tragic but we're it's gonna had it's that. had to hear a murder over cowbell <laughs> <laughs> just vigorous cowbell playing <laughs> that's a very good impression <laughs> the best i've heard in person in my entire life as much as I'd like to sell, I, I can't do it. I don't know anyone that can. Either. Great. I don't know how you do that. That's fantastic. But you don't even need to be a producer. You can just do fucking TikToks. You're going to make some money. Just do nothing but Christopher Walken yeah. impressions. That's, no, what, that's what he does. All these impersonators, you don't see anyone doing this. Every Christopher Walken. Yeah. That's like the go to. Is it really? Everyone. I've never seen a good one. Have you seen that one guy who made an entire career out of like imitating uh, Jeff Goldblum? like professionally and like became <laughs> friends with jeff goldblum and like they hang out together just oh, imitating each other <laughs> i am that dude's on tiktok i saw that he's fantastic and, yeah and he jeff does goldblum, he does yeah. jeff goldblum with jeff goldblum next jeff to goldblum. him you're talking uh we're talking jurassic park uh yes uh yeah, the yeah. fly yeah. The, uh, the the new what was that? Thor, the Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah, he's the bad guy. Yeah, he's the master. Yep. Yeah. Dude, I love Jeff Goldblum. I don't. He's so much. I like him, really? No, so he's he's him. There, there's no, there's not another That's one. That's what I like about him. He right. just does his thing. I mean, he does, and he don't give a crap, man. He'll he'll wear, like 
He'll wear the freakiest shit he wants to. He'll say whatever he wants to. He is. I mean, I, I like him. Hey, I man, like when him. I when I make my first million, I'm going to dress however the fuck I want. Y'all can go fuck yourselves. I'm going to be like, I'm gonna be in, like, capes and shit. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> you do what you want to do. I'm going to be like, I did a fucking podcast with that guy back when he was normal. That's right. <laughs> Before he was wearing capes. Yeah. I I know he wears capes everywhere. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I support it. Yeah, I got Sam Workman's rookie card. There's go cape. That's how you can tell. <laughs> cape lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome all right well fellas that is the natalie wood story that's, that's all i got wrap her on up look have up. you guys seen have you guys seen uh only murders in the building no with uh steve martin yeah yeah i haven't but i've seen that- advertised nope. and i really want to see it so okay so steve martin and what's his name the other guy ah dude they done movies back Martin Short? Yeah, no, I yeah. don't remember his name, but him it, it's produced by like Selena Gomez and Martin and Steve Martin and then the other guy that neither of us can remember the name of. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Martin. And Love. it's great because there's just like all these old stars that cameo because it's just like their buddies that they had come visit. But sorry, I digress. Um that story i feel like could just be its own podcast like you you just go about like investigating the way that they do in only murders in the building about this fucking murder you like go out to california and you're like doing some weird dramatized version of like look how dark the water is (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like how he's like in the beginning of this like i can't remember any names i don't know any of those times then at the end of it he's like steve martin one of the biggest fucking stars ever in the 60s 70s 80s he He just brings up their new show only murders in the building like that's on hulu too isn't it like is it on yeah yeah yeah, my my dad got three seasons of that that's crazy so my dad got me into steve martin in that movie uh bringing the house down with queen latifah Steve Martin, I love that movie. That got me yeah. into it when I was a kid before I got in trouble. So then I looked up, what's that movie where he's got the big nose and he can sniff out problems and stuff? I mean, it's Pink one Panther. of the big. No, Pink Panther though. I do love that movie. Pink Don't Panther's look great. <laughs> Dude, that's my me and my sister watched that at like young, and every now and again we'll be going through like airport security and turn to each other and just like start cracking up, going like. Yeah, exactly, dude. Me and my sister, the same exact thing. She'll look at me and just her face to get all red. No bug out. (laughs) Cracks us up, man. Yeah, Steve Martin's awesome. I've always wanted to watch that because I've seen it, but I just haven't. God, yeah, no, it's a, it's a it's a murder yeah. podcast show. You guys should definitely check it out. Oh, absolutely! I, just, yeah. I need a, I need a one person that I relate to c- comedically to uh, to push me in that direction, and you just did that for me. So that's yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> watch that. <laughs> yeah, I did not uh, know anything about that. Yeah, I've never even been, watched a it's preview been out of for it. quite a few years now. Well, like three. Of oh yeah, this is I the mean, third right? season. Yeah, no, oh. they're on their third season, and the, the whole premise is that they're like. They're, they cover like a murder mystery and that's a season and you always are like they, you know tons of shows fall into the issue of like oh the next season how the why the fuck would you do that why like why would they actually go and do that thing this makes no sense how they got here and you just kind of have to you know barrel through but they everything makes sense it's all works really well and every season they've come up with plays really well into the I, I'm sorry I'm 
going off about it, but I really no, like I'm it. For it. We, we love that. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I'm yeah, I, I definitely gonna have to check it out. I really oh, like yeah. Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yeah. So I was, oh, yeah, I mean, of course. who does? I mean, right. if you don't, you're not. Well, they they used <laughs> to do the uh, re- comedy relief um, back in the day. Comedy relief, yeah, for a while. Yeah. So, well, it was Martin Short, um, Steve. Whoopi Goldberg, and uh, and uh, Whoopi Goldberg wasn't just an asshole. Right now, when she was she was big in the '90s, she was very funny. Oh yeah, Sister she, Act. Sister Act. She had a lot of great stuff in yeah. the '90s. Um, yeah, and then whatever has she has going on now. Um, but it's um who's the third one? Um Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, um yeah. oh uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, Robin thank Williams. you. Yes, yes, sir. So they did it on HBO, they That's would do it. the comedy yeah, relief, and it was they had tons like Steve Martin come on there and they would do a comedy act, and it was like all the stars of the 90s would come out and do stuff, but they were the three hosts of it, mm-hmm. and then I don't remember what the money went to, but it was comedy relief. So they would do this big event and it was all these great comedians would come out. But anyway, they were the three hosts and it was hilarious. We watched it all the time. Dude, from what I've read about Robin Williams, he was one of the best people you could ever meet. Like he would, he yeah. would, he went out to a movie set. He would make them hire homeless people as the extras. Yeah. Or, you know, just to like carry equipment or whatever, it, you know, just. He would take his whole take story that too. He kind of reminds me of a new Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is kind of the same way. I mean, he yeah. donates yeah. what, like at least fifty percent of his income or something like that to to homeless people, to charities and stuff like that. Like, yeah, he doesn't even need it. You'll see him just sitting on a bench eating ice cream with nothing, wearing shitty clothes because yeah, just a great person. <clears throat> yeah, Keanu Reeves but, is incredible, and yeah, I miss Robin Williams every goddamn yeah. day. Robin Williams, I know he was a good person. I mean, there's there's uh, a guy out there that does a Robin Williams impression and looks so close, and his impression uh, is spot on. He, he was I haven't seen him in a few years, but he was fantastic. But yeah, no, it yeah. Robin Williams was. He's, I'd say he's one of the few, one of my things that's always driven me crazy is when, you know, you take like Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey was, you know, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's a good person too. I mean, he's, he's no Robin Williams or Keanu Reeves, but he's no, from but what I've heard so, or read. He is no, so, but he, he wanted to be the artistic. So it was, you know, like he did all these great movies. He's a great comedy guy. And then he changes up and he wants to start doing dramatic roles and he couldn't make that transition. And then he I lost know, himself. You can't say he could ever since he, he did, did an Oscar, didn't he? Ever since he yeah, did. Yeah, dude, Goodwill Hunting? Oh. Oh, you're talking about Robin Williams. That was but Robin I'm saying, Williams. But I'm saying uh, Jim Carrey did win an oh, Oscar. Oh, uh, what was it? Over the Moon or something? It was he when did, he, he won an award. Dude, Jim Carrey, he, he won. He, he, he lost himself. I mean, he's a great actor. Yeah, he, he lost himself in that one movie. Go watch the documentary where he was behind the scenes when he was trying to be the dude from the Taxi. 70s. What is it? Man in the Moon? Yeah, the dude from Taxi. Yeah, well, of course. but He, yeah. he wouldn't break character. So he would... He he said he's but he always did that. He huh? claims that Andy Kaufman was living through him. It wasn't him. So he all he remembers supposedly is that it was before the movie. They asked him to be Andy Kaufman, and then they get on set, and then he doesn't remember. And then the movie's over, and he's sitting back in his living room. It was Andy Kaufman the whole time. But he did so much crazy shit. He was wrecking cars in the parking lot, and he was just like. It was it's insane. If you you gotta watch the documentary, the he making of that movie. The he, he became the character 
off screen also he it wouldn't stop so he was oh, like dude. annoying he's people always and... a method actor Me- method actors are a fucking problem almost always yeah. really oh yeah walking dude uh, jared leto jared doing leto, the joker yeah. Yeah. he he's yeah. a notorious asshole <laughs> really he's a method actor there was well, one he... method actor there was someone uh, i forget her name but there was like somebody they get way too into it there was someone that was like doing a role uh, of like this person that got the oh shit what was the movie they got like trapped in a crawl space or something and they got so into the role that they just want they were like i can't do it and fucking shot at themselves it was like the oh, method yeah. acting can is can be a problem yeah <laughs> i wonder did that do you, was do Heath ledger you... method acting in uh the dark knight because i, mean, I don't remember i think he was just depressed people say that they gave him a uh they gave him a sympathy award or whatever but Heath Ledger in in The Dark Knight that is to me is one of the best roles ever oh, played by anyone Dude, ever. yeah he did such a good job that's what I say the 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 Heath Leather Heath Ledger is the is Joker yeah oh 100% Dude, the, no that's why I said jo- I haven't watched the new Joker movie with with, with Joaquin Phoenix and all my friends oh, are like dude you would love it like no, it's a great movie but I I'm like, dude, as far as I'm concerned, Joker died with Heath Ledger. He did such a good job. So here's my question. The what evil do you, do you in his think, voice when he spoke Do you think when, um, what's his face from, um, um, oh, he's with Will Ferrell in Talladega Nights and in Step Brothers? Oh, John C. Riley. Do you think that when he was portraying Dewey Cox that he got into dude, the method acting dude, of that? Was he, okay, John do you C. Think Riley would get near enough credit. <laughs> John C. Riley was also. Did you know John C. Riley was in Gangs of New York? Yes, no, he was the dude, police. That I was, dude, John was, C. Riley is a fantastic he actor. Is, he's though. a very good actor. I he like his comedies too. He does not get enough credit. Like, he does. You, I mean, I but that's why I said earlier, going back to the Batman. Right. That's why the Dark Knight is probably the best Batman movie made. It is, hands down. You but before talk. that, you it was talk. the other one. So why are we going into all of this? We're talking Natalie. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I think Steve we're Blizzard, just at this point, we're just... One of the best actors ever, and he died way too young. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he had some really, really good movies mm-hmm. out there. Um, All right. Well, I think that's all I got. Everybody, again, go check us out. Facebook, um, all of the social media stuff, everything at Crack and Crime. Um, and then remember Patreon, we got all kinds of cool stuff on Patreon. Go check that out. We're working on store to put on our stuff, um, on our Facebook account. We're working on a crack and crime store. Um, so those are all things that are kind of coming. Shout out his stuff. Yep. Absolutely. I was going to let him do all that stuff in just a second. And then, um, so you want to go ahead and plug some stuff? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, check out the shows. Tertiary sports comes out every other week now video on YouTube. Um, We've got we're on all the socials is some variation of the Clambake Incident or Clambake Incident Patreons, you know, the Clambake Incident plus. Uh just kinda type in a variation, you'll find us. Um, and then the Clambake Incident should be coming out soonish. Couple of months we'll be done with production. Um, and that'll be all souped up and ready for release. Those will be releasing also on a bi-weekly basis. And the two shows that I was talking about gin and juice and then the unnamed movie one uh we're thinking uh sin discussions but i gotta find out if anyone's taking that um those two will be releasing uh within the next two months and we'll be uh releasing on a weekly basis also if you need a video guy ramshackle studios yeah 
<laughs> if you're gonna make you know some podcast uh movie podcasts you know give us give us a call we'd love to be on it we'd love i'd love to go in there and chit chat with you about actors producers writers all of yeah it. Dig into it but absolutely love it yeah all right cool, guys. Well, thank you so much for being a guest with us man this was a lot of yeah, fun i had a blast I, I mean we ended up going a lot longer than i thought we were going to so this was a lot of fun we had a blast <laughs> hopefully we can have you on again or you guys can have us on something that sounds great yeah Definitely. yeah so glad this worked out um if you stick around just a second i'll close the show out you guys got anything else I all right i think so that was amazing so it's it's yeah we love talking so about sponsors talk about talk about things <laughs> that's awesome all right let's go out with our new we we got to get a better song this song is so crappy but no you're just gonna have to go out here we go for instant music just